Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Hello and welcome to Market View Wrap, or Market View this week. Joining us on the phone is Lionel Lin, Director of Research SGX. Hello, Lionel. Hi. Hi. The week has just begun and I can't wait for it to finish already. <laughs> yes, likewise, okay. likewise. Okay, okay. so we need to kick How do you think STI is going to be performing this week? Right, right. Uh, well, we've just finished the morning session mm. uh, of trading. Index is right about flattish right now, right? Mm. We've, we've been hovering around the 3,200 levels. Mm. I think if you look across regionally, mostly greens across the market and China continues to outperform today, right? As we all know, the country continues to reopen from COVID. So that's, mm. that is where we stand right now. I think in terms of, uh, just for info, right, the Federal Reserve is in a blackout period through 16 of June. Mm. So we're not expecting too much news flow on the rates front from the Fed. Okay. And given that Singapore banks make up close to 40% weightage of the STI, there should be less macro news that impact the financial sector for this week. Mm-hmm. So if anything, only company-specific announcements on news will move the index. Mm-hmm. So I um, just wanted to give everyone a quick recap of last week. STI, again, last week was about flat, uh, hovering around the uh, 3,200 level. And interesting to note that it was the narrowest trading range for the past seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So something, uh, I think quite a bit of investors went on the sidelines. Um, a bright spot there was on tech stocks in general. For the first time this year, right, uh, last week, tech, both hardware and internet were among the top global performers last week. And in fact, right, um, our local tech hardware manufacturer stocks, right, like AEM, UMS, Franken, ISDN and Grand Venture Tech, they averaged about 4.4% gains last week. And so that outperformed the index. Do take note that the overall um, environment for the sector is still quite challenging given mm. the supply chain constraints and lower demand. But heartened to see a pickup in this sector and will be good to monitor it closely over the next few weeks. Mm. So, um, yeah, really deeper within STI, best performing STI constituent was Hong Kong Land. Uh, mm. It outperformed the least performance sets by about 20 percentage points. So, uh, just very quickly, Hong Kong Land, because they report report about 75% of the businesses from Greater China. So, the reopening momentum likely drove the stocks performance last week was up about close to 12% uh, last week. So in the year to date, just wanted to rehash Mm. again, right? Uh, STI regenerated a 5.6% total return. And we are still the top performing developed market globally so far this year. So pretty resilient, if you will. Yes, excellent. Okay. Uh, now, yeah. Now, okay. I know you said that um, you know we don't have any major macro news because you know the Fed has a blackout period right until Thursday. Um, but yeah. over in the US, there have been some reactions to what the Fed had already said. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. That's I think some banks there reacting to sure. what the Fed had already said. But um, there are still some. Um, big uh, well, macro news coming out uh, from the Reserve Bank of Australia and India. I understand they are set to be released this week, right? Uh, what can we expect from them? And I think importantly, you know, how will their decisions impact markets in the region? Right, right. So a couple of things here. The narrative over here is pretty similar in Asia as compared to the US too, right? Central banks are trying to grapple with inflation. So obviously, they will need to look at some of the monetary policies, right, to help to temper inflation, if you will. So if you recall in Australia, the RBA in May, they raised their rates by about 25 basis points, uh, if I'm not wrong, to about 0.35%. And that was really above uh, market expectations. So market expected a lower hike. Uh, in fact, minutes suggested that uh, the RBA, in fact, wanted a 40 basis increase 
given the upside risk of inflation. In the end, came through was 25 basis points. I think this morning I also read the news that uh, the Australian treasurer has also said that consumer prices have accelerated. So if you look at our CPI in 1Q22, right, they posted 5.1%. So it seems like inflation is running. Uh, and if you look at the economist poll, right, uh, this week, 25 basis point is the consensus for the RBA to raise rate, right, with some suggesting uh, there may be a small chance of a 40 basis point, given how inflation is now. So shifting a little bit to India, again in May, also hiked their repo rate, uh, that's a bank lending rate, right, by 40 basis points. And this was their first rate hike in two years. And likewise, as with many countries right now, uh, they are experiencing inflation. Uh, just keep in mind, India is a net ex- uh, importer of um, commodities, right? So retail inflation uh, up seven straight months to an eight-year high of about 7.79% in April. So consensus are expecting another, you know, 35 basis points hike at the mm. upcoming meeting. So with regard to your question, really, how does that impact the market? Really, just wanted to frame it to everyone, right? It's that the key focus over the rest of the year will still be on inflation are driven by the rise in commodity prices. I'm sure over here in Singapore, we also face uh, our uh, increasing prices uh, in our day-to-day, right? Mm. So large commodity importers such as your India, right, will continue to face such headwinds. And really, in general, as central banks tighten, right, uh, tighter monetary policies will dampen demand uh, for high-growth stocks to a certain extent. And if you look at this current rate hike cycle, right, uh, we've seen equities globally correct and discounting the rate hike. Um, so that is something to watch out for. Remains very challenging for equities markets. Uh, last but not least, if you look at it, tightening in US uh, resulting in a stronger dollar, right? This is a tougher conditions for Asian developing economies, mm. especially those who issue sizable amount of debt in US dollars. Um, on the flip side, China, you know, coming out from some of the uh, COVID measures, yes. notable exception, uh, it's trying to stimulate its recovery, right? Uh, in fact, last month, uh, China's banks, right, their mortgage rate, five-year loan prime rate was cut by 15 basis points. Oh. So they are the only notable country right now in Asia who are sort of doing sort of like a easing to kickstart the economy. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how, how, how it really pans out over here. Yeah, would China be able to help lift uh, the markets for the rest of the region? Yeah, uh, I think in fact, you've seen the Chinese markets, um, you know, starting to gain uh, mm. over the past couple of sessions. Mm-hmm. So it seems like investors are turning a little bit more positive on mm-hmm. the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, okay. Just now you brought up about quantitative um, uh, t- tightening, right? So that I, I take it as my cue <laughs> to ask you this, this yeah, question, sure. <laughs> right? Um, uh, yeah. America's biggest bank, JP Morgan, um, the boss mm. over there, I think he's the mm. CEO, yes, Jamie DeMond, right? Over the weekend, yeah. I, I read a report about how he's warning uh, investors about an economic hurricane up ahead, you know. And he, he pointed to two, two main things that are getting him uh, worried, right? Uh, first, mm. the Federal Reserve's uh, quantitative tightening. Um, and, and what it actually said about it is that it will reverse its emergency bond buying programs and shrink its balance sheet. Now, to, to demand, he's saying that this is unheard of, at least, you know, for what, 50 years or so. So he's getting very worried, right? Um, and then the other factor worrying him is um, the Ukraine war. And, yep. and he's saying, you know, oil uh, almost has to go up in price. And, and like you pointed out, you know, before we went on air, Saudi Arabia has already done something mm. like that. But to demand, right. he's saying that the price could go up to 
as much as $175 a barrel. So, mm. you know, is he being, with all due respect to the gentleman, you know, do you think he's being dramatic? <laughs> you know, or, or <laughs> what, 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 what's your view on what he said? Right. Uh, to put it into perspective, really, uh, globally, right, we have come off slightly more than 10 years of quantitative easing, if you think about it, right? So um, the world has become very accustomed to the lower interest rates. Mm -hmm. So right now, I think what many central banks are really facing is that inflation is spiking at a level not seen for many, many years, Mm -hmm. right? In fact, even PM Lee, right, uh, in late May, he was actually saying that uh, there's a risk that measures taken by central banks to tackle inflation may also lead to a recession. So that, that's the issue. And really to sum it up, um, if you look at it, right, central banks around the world now have a very, very delicate role. They need to balance between tackling inflation and also trying best not to tighten too much such that mm. the economy, economies, right, really suffer that adversely. So, um, you know, it's not a very uh, enviable position to be in right now. But as mentioned earlier, some of the key concerns really is we need to get the inflation in check. Uh, in fact, you've seen it running in many countries. So um, over here right now, I think if you think about it, the conversations have been around, is it a hot, hard landing or a soft landing? Mm. So um, I guess there are two camps over here, right? What we need to also frame it is really, if you look at year to date, many of the markets, especially in the US, right, have corrected, you know, close to 20%. In fact, for NASDAQ, is close to 30% correction of mm. the historical highs uh, in 4Q last year. So the question right now is that have investors fully discounted uh, that rate hike cycle or is there another leg down? So uh, that would be something that uh, we will look out for quite closely. One area to look out for really would be second half where companies start to report their earnings, right? Mm. We'll try to see whether that will spill over in the real economy. Uh, companies, are they facing issues, etc.? And that will be a very good indicator of uh, the health of the global economy. And we'll have you back to talk about it. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> Lionel. Yeah, better yeah. let you go have your lunch, huh? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I think Maybe all the chicken's la- gone already. Oh, one last point, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah just one last point. Yes. Um, in terms of news flow, right, mm. uh, not much uh, happening locally, but just wanted to highlight that mm. uh, new uh, they listed yes. uh, on 20th May, right? They will be announcing their 1Q results Thursdays, uh, <gasps> Thursday evening. Oh. Yeah. So just wanted to point uh, everyone. Uh, they, in fact, last week, they announced main deliveries right, of their EVs, right. slightly over 7,000, up about 5% year on year. So okay. uh, they have noted that production has been gradually recovering and they're going to ramp up production. So we'll hear more from the company at their earnings call Thursday. And, you know, as, as always, happy to come by uh, next week or the week after to talk mm. about uh, it and also the market. Yeah, thanks for the reminder. We'll put that in our calendar. New results Definitely. out this Thursday evening. 9th June. Yes, that's right. Okay. Thank you okay. so much, Lionel. Always good to have you on the show. Mm. Okay, Melissa. Take Thank care. you. You Bye-bye. have a good Monday. Bye. You too. Bye. And that was uh, Lionel Lin, Director of Research at the SGX. Do stay here with us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.